Welcome to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. I'm Pastor Joseph, and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Growing in His Word podcast, where we believers are growing word by word and verse by verse. Listen, last week was radical, man. I'm excited because, look, the Holy Spirit is God Himself. You know, and and believers, a lot of believers, they forget about the Holy Spirit, the Helper. And that's what I wanted to teach you about today was... Last week we talked about the Jerusalem Council, we talked about circumcision, and I, I was telling you guys that circumcision comes from the heart, not the not the growing, and, and Paul the Apostle was basically telling the leaders of the Jews, and he was telling the, the new believers, listen, it's not about circumcision, it's about... It's about Jesus. It's about the Holy Spirit and what we do with the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen. And so it was a radical mess- message last week. Thanks for the emails and, and thanks for logging on. We see you guys, man. And, you know, we're excited about all this. We got a lot of listeners in New Jersey and, and uh, New York and everywhere, man. And, and, and Nigeria also, man. God bless you guys in Nigeria, everywhere around the world. We're just blessed to have you guys. Listen, I'm excited because Christ is working in this broadcast and he's reaching millions of people all around the world and it's amazing and the holy spirit is getting the glory and that's what we need to do is give the glory to the holy spirit father we come before you oh lord jesus we thank you for this time we thank you for this chapter and we ask that you uh speak father through me while i glorify your name jesus amen and we've had a lot of questions man about Believers in, 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 in the Holy Spirit. This is what it's about. The book of Acts chapter 15, man. Because last week was radical, man. Paul was on a mission. He's out there and he's preaching the miracles. And he's, and he's letting the Holy Spirit work. And he's continuing in the ministry in Syria now. And now he's left. He's, he's left now. And there's going to be division between him and Mark. And later it's going to be reconciled. Because listen, Mark... In him go at it over a difference. And the difference is basically, uh, you know, Mark was reconciled to Paul later in 2 Timothy. But Timothy was, Mark and Timothy, you know, they were radical for Jesus. But what's going on here is we have encouragement slash a different of opinion of ministry. And that happens. We see that today in the churches. Churches are torn and they're 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 separated, which I don't believe is intended was intended to be, but we have the cults out there that we have to separate from. Amen. So here we are, even the Jerusalem decree, where it pleased the apostles and the elders, and, and chapter fifteen, verse twenty two, and it said with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul. Remember that and Barnabas? So here they are, they're, they're, they're going down, they're leaving, and now they, they, they got away from, they're telling them to stay away from the idols, man. Stay away from the blood, from the things strangled, and from the sexual immorality, and keep yourself from these, and you will do well. And that's what we believers need to do. Hey, look, we're sinners. We know that God knows that we fall short, but listen, Jesus Christ is still in control. Amen? I got an amen from Detroit. Amen. Listen. So in the Greek word, the Greek, the Greek word translated comforter is parakletos. It's like you want to go, you know, grab some, some, some cleats, but it's parakletos, para. 
It's a Greek preposition for with or alongside of. Okay, now listen to this. While kletos is the word for called, so listen to this. So Jesus is telling his friends that he will ask the Father to send another helper who will come alongside of them to help them and the helper the help they will receive would be the helper himself. Listen, Jesus Christ has left the Holy Spirit for us today. The same Holy Spirit that's working in the book of Acts is available today. And believers, they don't get it. That's why we have the division. That's why we have non-believers. I'm sorry. That's why we have believers get upset over non-salvational issues in the Bible. And so here we are. We're coming up to to, to verse uh, 30 where we left off. And so when they were sent off, they came to Antioch. And when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. Okay? Here comes that letter that we read last week. Remember? That was the letter they were talking about where, you know, beloved Barnabas and Paul you know, men who have risked their lives in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, blah, 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 okay? And, you know, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Listen, he's talking about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is real today. It's never left us. Listen, listen. In the Greek word, another, is, in, in the phrase, another, is a, it means comforter. It's Alos, which means of the same kind of equal quality. Another of the same order. Listen, the Holy Spirit is God himself. A person with whom you can enjoy a personal relationship with. Believers, understand this, you guys. I'm gonna, I know I'm all over the place this morning, but we're going to get back into the, into the verse. I'm just touching about the Holy Spirit and how we need to put him, who Jesus Christ left the Holy Spirit for us to come and help us when we are in need. And when we need somebody to talk to us. He's, the Holy Spirit is more than powerful. The Holy Spirit will talk to us. It's amazing. But we just walk around thinking, Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. But let's not forget about his precious characteristics of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three in one. We got to understand the characters of God so that we can apply him to our lives. And then you will see the miracles in your own life. And you will see the miracles in the book of Acts. You will see how Paul and, and Mark and everybody else, you know, how they all, how the Lord used them to be, be, be able to do these miracles. You'll see it. People forget about the, the Holy Spirit. They, they forget. Praise Jesus. Yes. Yes, I'm not making fun of Jesus. I don't have enough cojones to do that. I love him. He's my father. He's our Abba. He's our everything. But let's not forget about the characteristics of Jesus. Watch this. He left a helper called the Holy Spirit. This, or this... Our precious Holy Spirit. God, I'm excited. I'm so excited because you can enjoy a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not merely an impersonal force of power or power or essence within the universe, but He is rather a person who we can speak to. 
and you can talk to. He's a person who can guide you, who can help you, who can strengthen you, who can teach you the truth of God. And that's what we're doing now. We prayed, Lord, Holy Spirit, give us your truth and use me, Father. This is the working of the Holy Spirit. You know, one time I preached a sermon and I was on the pulpit. Everybody left and this guy came up. And I was talking to, you know, believers. It was funny. We were having a great time. We bought some food and we ate some popcorn. It was like a big fat movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. And we were sitting there and I was talking to people and families and greeting families and ministering to families. And that's what we, we do. We, we, we do this. And everybody left and I saw a guy looking at my Bible. And I walked up there and I said, yeah, sir, can I help you, brother? You know, and he, and he's looking at it. I've never seen the guy before. He's looking at my Bible and he's going, how did you do this? I said, what are you talking about, sir? How did you do this? Do what? He's, I mean, he, he's looking for notes. He's looking for, he's looking for something. I go, what are you looking for? How did, the Bible looks like it's all highlighted and written everywhere. Well, yes, it's the word of God. Yeah. How did you do this? I go, did, did what? And he said, how did you convert me? What do you mean? I didn't convert anything. The Holy Spirit did it. The Holy Spirit. He backs up. Yeah, the Holy Spirit teaches us the truth. We depend on the Holy Spirit for everything. He wanted to know more about this beautiful Holy Spirit. You see? The Holy Spirit is the agent through whom God works today in the world, within the church, and, in, 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 and also in individual believers. That is why we need to become well acquainted with the Holy Spirit. For He is the one whom the Lord has placed over the church to guide and direct and empower its activities. It's a lot of stuff. I get it. But we're nothing. We, we have nothing. Go ask a pastor. Hey, pastor, you want to know if you have, you know, a real pastor? You know, if you want to know if you have, you know, a real pastor from a fake, ask him, how do you, who, who actually drives your sermons? And you know, if he's real, he's going to say the Holy Spirit drives him. And I get out of the way because that's what we're supposed to do. Get out of the way, teach what God's given us that gift and continue to bless others. That's what it's about. I work for a living. I have a nine to five job, but I don't have a giant church and I'm not on TV every Sunday. I don't want to be. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Nothing wrong with them doing that as long as they're being held accountable. And those tithing dollars are going to the right place. Okay? So, you know, it's encouraging because when Jesus told his disciples, I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. John 14, 16. He was encouraging his men to prepare for a new way in which God would therefore, thereafter or whatever, be relating to them a new way, but not a totally foreign way. So we believers have to understand while Jesus was upon the earth, he was the person of the Godhead with whom man most closely related to. Okay, And Jesus was here to represent God to man, which he did wonderfully. Basically, to such a degree that he could tell Philip, he who has, he has seen me has seen the Father. And 
listen, I and my father are one. John 14, 9. Jesus was God in flesh upon the earth. Back to the sermon. Listen. So we see, and we see that the letter was given, okay? In verse 30 it says, So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Okay, verse 32 says, Now Judas and Silas, themselves being prophets, also exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. And after they had stayed there for a time, they were sent back with great with greetings from the brethren to the apostles. Verse 34, However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Because, listen to this, Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many other with many others also. Now we're going to come into the division over John and Mark. Years ago, I would go out with a guy. Okay, well he's with he's with the Lord now. He he changed addresses. He moved out, and now he's in heaven. But he was killed in a car accident, and you know Jason was his name, and. He was hardcore, man. I, I would, you know, walk up to him and say, hey, what's up, man? And, you know, praise the Lord. And he would say, we're going, we're going to go witness today. Okay, cool. I'm going to go witness with him, man. Right on, right on, right on. And so, you know, we would go up to parties and he would walk up to people and say, you're going to burn in hell if you take another drink of that bottle. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, man, that's too much for me. You know, and he'd walk up to smokers and say, you see that flame? Get used to it. You're going to hell. I'm like, dude, I can't do this anymore, man. Okay? You're hardcore. I'm not saying Mark and... I'm not saying these two apostles were going at it like that. But what I'm saying is, is, you know, <laughs> that's hardcore for me, man. <laughs> I don't think you're going to win people to Jesus. Tell them they're going to burn in hell. You know? Well, you don't understand, Pastor. Some people need the turn and burn message. Not me, bro. That's not for me, okay? So, so you know, Jason was a good guy, but, you know, I had to straighten him out a little bit. And, you know, eventually he came to and, and then was killed in a car accident. But listen, it's not about the turn and burn, bro. Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So, you know, they remained there because it was good. And they wanted to go back and plug in believers the Holy Spirit and let them learn how, how to walk now. It's like when you when you give someone the gospel, you don't just go, okay, right on then this is a radical cool cool crusade or whatever it is or a you know but you gotta plug them in, man. You gotta plug people in the gospel. You know, come to my channel, growing in his word, we're going verse by verse, okay? Give them my sermons. It's all about the Lord, not me. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go back and visit our brethren in, in, in every city where, he, where, where, we, where we have preached the word. He wanted to plug them in. He didn't want to just give them Jesus. You know, you're, he didn't want to just be like, oh, you're all going to burn in hell if you don't have Jesus. No, man, he just wanted to go back, plug them in, love on them, show them God's mercy, show them what it means to be a believer. You know, they're, they're, they've left Jerusalem. Now they're out of Jude, they're out of that category and into the other world into the new world 
You know, geez, the church is starting here. Miracles are happening. The Holy Spirit is working. And and now it's critical that we understand this. The Holy Spirit is the primary person of the Godhead working in the world today. He's the person of the Godhead, Godhead not God him, Godhead to whom we relate most closely to. And this is what they're doing. They're trying to teach people to depend on the Holy Spirit, not the pastor. Although we need pastors. You're shooting yourself in the foot, dude. No, listen, I'm just stating that we need to depend on the Holy Spirit more than our own spouses and our own whatever it is in this life. We need to depend on the Holy Spirit. Paul's going back to show him, look, we know that you have Christ in your life. And I bet he knew, doesn't say that, but I bet he knew that they were struggling. And so he went back to teach them and plug them in. And that's what we do. We don't hear the gospel and run away. We plug them in. Okay? You know, Paul was adamant that John and uh, John Mark not accompany him on this impending journey. But earlier, John and Mark had deserted Paul and Barnabas in Pamphylia, remember? But it's unclear why he did this. So, you know, some people speculated that John, Mark, returned to Jerusalem because he did not like the idea that Gentiles were coming into the church by faith alone. But whatever the reason for this uh, deserting thing here was, it's, it's interesting because, you know, Mark was reconciled later with Paul. And so we go on to, you know, uh, you know, because when, when Paul was in prison, he said, you know, bring me Mark. You know, he's of good worth. But let's get on to the next verse. But he's going back to where he was, man. Listen, he's, he's preaching the word of the Lord. And, he's, and, he's, and, and, the, and the Holy Spirit's getting the glory. Verse 36 says, And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. He's checking on them. Are you checking on your brothers? Are you checking on your sisters? Are you? Listen, you are part of the family. I love it, man, because people come to me and they want to know something. I tell them, hey, look, we're brothers, right? Right? You know, what are you been doing with the Lord? What are, you, what are you doing with Jesus? What are you doing with Jesus Christ? Well, I, 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 hey. I'm not condemning you, but let's check on believers. Let's check on what they're, let's, let's be proactive for Jesus. Let's get out there. Let's, you know, let's do something. And if you can't do something, then pray for somebody. But let's be active in God's word. Amen. Right on, man. So, you know, that's what he's doing. He's plugging them in. He's making sure that the church, you know, and the council and everybody's okay. He's, he's trying to make sure that we successfully, faithfully serve the Lord Jesus. Because that is the mission in this whole Bible, is to serve others. Listen, serve others, others, others. Serve others. God, how many times are you going to say that? Well, until you get out there and serve others, and not yourself. It's not about us. Your family's your ministry. Then others, you know, at first it's Jesus Christ, of course, your family, others, then lastly yourself. Paul's saying, I want to serve you. You got to look at his past. He was a murderer. God changed him. And so 
Here he is, and you know, I mean, the word of the Lord, and see how they're doing. He's checking on them. And now verse 37 says, Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in, in Pamphylia and had, not, and had not gone with them to the work. Remember, to them to do the work. So there was an indifference here. There was an, an indifference of ministry, and it got settled later on. You know, we don't have to worry. We, if it's not salvational, you don't got to worry. Don't worry about other people's problems. Let's let the Holy Spirit work in your life. Listen, I know it's hard to understand, but during the, during, you know, um, during the 30 years that Jesus was on earth, he taught his disciples, he taught his disciples thoroughly and he gave them many commandments. But on the day he ascended into heaven, he told his friends, he would therefore thereafter give them commandments and direct their activities in a new way from that day on. He would guide them. Listen, he would guide and direct them through the Holy Spirit. How many times are we believers going to understand that it's really about the Holy Spirit? He does the work, man. We just sit down. We're the car. He's the motor. Jesus, Jesus is the brains. <laughs> They're all, you know, you know, we're in it to win it, man. We're in it together. There's no problem that God can't bail you out of, man. Honestly, the Holy Spirit is with you. You don't have to worry about it. The Holy Spirit is with you, okay? He will do the work in us, okay? Verse 39 says, Then, this, then, it, then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas, okay, uh, and departed being commanded by the brethren to the grace of God because it's about grace. Grace is what gets us into heaven. The unconditional love. Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. This is what it's about. It's about strengthening the churches, strengthening one another, and letting people understand and know that Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit can live in them. That's what this message is about. The Holy Spirit can live in you and work through you and dedicate whatever you need. He's there. Call upon Him. Say, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we hunger for you. We want you. Holy Spirit, we can't see you, but we know you're real. Work through us with your power. Work through, feed us your, your, your power and give us this peace, Lord. And I guarantee it, he will. But we, gotta, we have to recognize it because the disciples didn't recognize this. But over time, they, be, they came to realize that when they walked with Jesus along the road, in fact, they were strolling alongside of God. Eventually, they saw that when they laid their hand upon his shoulder, in reality, they were laying their hand on the shoulder of God. They recognized that when Jesus talked to them, they were hearing the very words of God. And they understand, they understood that when they saw Jesus and his compassion for the sick, they glimpsed the heart of God and his desire to make right that which was wrong. And when they saw Jesus 
take the scourge and drive the money changers out of the temple, they witnessed the determination of God to bring purity to man's religion. Or more accurately, to purge man of religion and bring him into a pure relationship with God. So when they saw Jesus weeping over Jerusalem because its people had failed to understand the opportunity for salvation that God had given, well, they pretty much watched the heart of God breaking over man's lost chances. And so as those believers did not want to believe, those non-believers, Jesus said, I'm booking, I'm out of here, I'm going to go somewhere else. And he did. He did. He bailed. But he never left you. He never left Israel. He never left the Jews. I mean, he's Jewish. You can't leave yourself. You know what I mean? But he loves you with an everlasting love that you don't even understand. You know, if you went to bed tonight or today, and listen, I'm going to end with this. I want you to, I want you to say, listen, and I want you to do this, okay? I want you to close your eyes and say, and, 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 and think to yourself, God loves me so much that he died for me. But, 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 but listen to this. If, if you understood how much Jesus Christ loved you, if you could take an inch of his love, you would be coming out like Moses glowing in Exodus 33 when he came off that mount with the sermon. When he, not the sermon, but when he saw God, his shadow. It's really the love of Christ that compels us, that wants us to serve. It's about the love of Christ and what we do with his love. It's not about beat downs and sit downs. and It's about Jesus Christ's love for us and what we do with his love. Listen, we're getting older. You're getting older. We're going to perish. Everyone dies. Do we want to die with knowing the truth? Or do we want to die without the truth? The truth is that Jesus Christ loves everybody. He wants, He died for everybody. Okay? He did not leave anyone's name out. I don't care whoever's listening, who, whoever is listening to this sermon, this podcast, tell yourself, my name was not left out because it's not. It has not been left out of God's kingdom. If you want it left out, it's your choice. God gave us a choice. And in this choice, it's up to us to choose that we let the Holy Spirit guide us, direct our path, and fill us with His love and joy and mercy. Father God, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for chapter 15. And Lord, as we go on to chapter 16, we know that Timothy is going to join Paul and Silas. And we know that the you know, the Jewish women who are going to believe it's going to be one radical message, Father. But we come before you and we ask you, Jesus, that if anyone don't know you right now, Father, Holy Spirit, touch their lives. Use them, Lord. Father, use, use them to reach the world. Father, we pray for all of the whole United States. We pray for the world. We pray for every president that ever came into office. We pray for our enemies. And Lord, we pray for everyone, Father, that they come to know you as, as their Lord, your, you being their God, Jesus. And we thank you for that. 
We want you, Lord. We thank you, and we thank you for growing in his word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you guys. Listen, next week's going to be radical. We're going to talk about some good stuff, man, next week, and the Holy Spirit's going to work, man. The book of Acts is all about the Holy Spirit, man. It's not about us. It's about the Holy Spirit doing the work and us glorifying Jesus. Thank you for growing in his word, man. And listen, we're everywhere, man. We're on every podcast. Uh, we're we're log into growinginhisword.com, Growing in His Word podcast. We're there, man. Click on grow. Go to the growinginhisword.com and you can check our website. We have beautiful study material. If you guys ever want to study the word, you can print out what we believe and what I've written on there. There's so many stuff that, that's written on there that you can print out and just study and say, wow, that's the Holy Spirit? That's that? That's baptism? That's, oh, so that's that. This is that. This is this. There are so many study materials on the website, man. You just got to get on there growing in His Word. Hey, it's a Google-free website, man. <laughs> God bless you guys, and, and thank you for logging on to Growing in His Word. <laughs>